Good morning. Today's a little bittersweet. We are taking today to honor a whole group of people in our midst who will be moving away from us. Um, So uh, about four months ago, we were in the midst of this series called The Body, where we were focusing on what it means to be the church. And I, I talked about these folks in our community who will be moving away from us and what they mean to our community, who they are, and and how dearly we love them. Uh, These are the folks who are going to be moving away. Uh, Clayton, Celia, Cameron, Connor, Coral, Chamberlain, uh, Greg, Kim, Seth, Hannah Watson. We're keeping Noah. They can't take him. (laughs) Keeping Noah. Lori Colbert, Harry and Regina Weaver. Robert, Josette, Joel, Anthony, Dvorak, Chris, and Dina Carter, Alicia, Bowman. Uh, And so, since I had the opportunity to talk about these folks a few months ago and uh, share about them, we thought it would be a good idea to allow some other folks in our community this morning to share what these folks have meant to them. Uh, So, to start off, we're going to have Brian come back up. Uh, so the, the first group uh, I want to recognize is Chris and Dina Carter, right over here. Um, they've been here for a little while, and I've got to know them just a little bit over the last, uh, I guess, year or so. Um, and they are very, very loyal friends, um, and I would, I would call them steadfast. Uh, they've been through a lot as a young couple, and they continue to, to persevere, uh, which is really, really incredible and a testament to, to who they are. Um, and they've got a huge, big, big sense of adventure. Uh, they moved across the country, uh, surf, uh, skateboard. I can do none of those things. Uh, they, uh, I think they just did like a Spartan race this weekend. Um, that's not the first one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's it's a, a really, really uh, cool thing. And so uh, I'm glad that I've, to have known you guys. Uh, the next one up is Alicia Bowman. Uh, a lot of you guys know Alicia. Uh, she has, uh, you know, she's invested a lot into the youth here at Bay Marin, but that's just really just part of the story. Um, and she is, she is intentional. She is dedicated. Um, every conversation she has, every relationship that she has, uh, there's a point and purpose to it, and she has a lot of intentionality in that. Um, and she's also a great writer. <laughs> so uh, if you have a chance, ask her about her writing. Uh, take a look at it. Read some of it. It's really, really cool. Uh, next one, Joel Dvorak. I think uh, Joel right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Joel, uh, he doesn't say a whole lot. He's kind of quiet. Um, but when he does speak up, uh, has, is very, very meaningful. Uh, you can tell that he's, he's working through things in his mind and trying to figure out uh, everything that he learns, how to work it and weave it into the faith, into what he knows uh, that is true. Uh, and so, Joel, I'm sad to see you leave, but I'm, I'm glad to have known you the past couple years. Uh, next up, Hannah Watson. <laughs> She's, like, looking away, trying to hide. <laughs> Uh, which is funny because she's one of the friendliest people I know. Uh, if you ever spend time with her or see her running around, chances are there's going to be one, two, three, or even four people running around with her, uh, which is pretty fun. Um, she's aspiring. She's like a sponge. She soaks up uh, everything that's uh, around her and trying to piece it all together and figure out how this world works and how she works inside of it. Uh, and one of the fun things is uh, she has a lot of boldness. Uh, a lot of sixth graders, when they move up into youth group, are kind of timid or they're not sure how to integrate with some of the older kids. Uh, but she jumped right in and was right at it. It might help that she has two older brothers, uh, but I think that's part of her as well. Uh, next one, Cameron Chamberlain, where are you at? 
Cameron, <laughs> sinking into his chair. Uh, Cameron, oh my goodness, this boy has passion. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. Uh, he speaks the truth, uh, says exactly what's on his mind, no sugarcoating it, which is a really, really cool thing to see. Uh, if you have a chance, talk to him about the Bible, because I guarantee he'll probably teach you a thing or two. Uh, it's pretty great. We've been in Bible study, and he'll bring up a little mini Hebrew lesson for us. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, and what's cool, too, is he has a huge heart for the things of God. If you ask him about prayer request consistently, he says, I want people that I know and that I care about to know Christ. Uh, and that's an amazing thing for a 13-year-old. Uh, last one, Seth Watson, waving up in the balcony. Uh, Seth, uh, mischievous. <laughs> and you all know what I'm talking about. Uh, he has always got something scheming in his mind, thinking about how can I work this angle or that angle. Uh, most of the time, it's in a good way. Nobody's ever hurt, at least seriously. Uh, uh, but man, he, he tinkers, he, he works, he can fashion something out of just about anything. Uh, and one of the great things I know about Seth is that he has a huge heart to serve. Uh, I'll call up some of the high school boys every once in a while and say, hey, can we go help this person or do this or you can help me with something? And as long as he's not playing some sport or otherwise busy, uh, he's there at the drop of a hat, willing to help out and serve in whatever way he can. Uh, so next, I think Jenna has got a few folks that she's going to share about. Thank you. So um, as a children's director, I get to share about the kiddos. So uh, let's see, Coral and Connor, you want to come up? Anthony, are you out there? I saw you. Where's Anthony? You want to come up? Aw, oh, love you guys. Look at it. I just, yeah. Come on up here. All right. <laughs> All right, my section of the show is called If Only I Could Sing. So, <laughs> Coral, um, the song I have for you is uh, the chorus of You Are My Sunshine. And everybody who um, has been able to see you grow up since you were so little, bouncing around here with your little curls and everything, and She's a little sunshine to all of us, always smiling and happy. We all know you as Coco, and um, you're just a joy to us so much. And um, let's see, Connor, if only I could sing, I would sing for you the song, Say Geronimo. <laughs> you, and you're taking a big plunge. Geronimo is what you say right before you jump, and you're going. And, you know, um, you have a... a such a beautiful heart and you're so warm and welcoming and kind all the time and you're gonna have a wonderful adventure yeah you guys are awesome and we're gonna miss you so much and we just love you and we've been so blessed to be part of your journey here and then look at this little guy Anthony yeah and we've all seen you grow up too and um, the, if only I could sing, I would sing, if, uh, When I See You Smile. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very old song. Um, and, buddy, you just always have a smile on your face. You are loving, and you share. You would never, ever have, um, like, a complaint or a bad day. I don't know how you do that, but um, you just share that with all of us when we get to see you. And this church family loves you so much. And I want to tell you guys, when you're super old, like 20, and you come back here to visit and you look around and everything, we are, we're going to always remember you. We're always going to be here for you, and um, your, our hearts are with you as you travel away, and we're, our hearts are still here when you come back, okay? 
So you guys have a great, great journey. We love you so much. Yeah. Robert Dvorak, if only I could sing. I would sing Bon Jovi's chorus, I'll Be There For You. And anyone who knows Robert, which is everybody, he's always there for us. He's there for all of us in different ways when we have a need. Um, and I was on the phone with Robert the last time we were chatting it up, and I was trying not to cry, and, and he's like, Jenna Crick, it's only gonna be 10 hours away. Just call me and I'll be there for you. And, and that's just who you are. And, um, and he promised he was going to give me his phone number, his new number when he moves away, so I promise I'll share that with everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything, Robert. Thank you for being there for us. And Kim and Greg Watson. All right. <laughs> so you, you guys are a team, so this goes together. But Kim, if I had a song for you, if only I could sing, it would be um, Let Your Light Shine Through Me. That praise song I love so much. And um, the two of you uh, were the first people that I met the first Sunday morning I showed up here. And um, you're the first people that everyone meets when we come with little kids and we go to the nursery. And you're so warm and loving and kind and just open arms and um, so thankful for all of the love that you give this entire community first by starting with those little ones and then um, everything that you give to the rest of us throughout. Um, and Greg, if only I could sing, I would sing for you from The Wizard of Oz, If I Only Had a Brain. trying not to cry. Uh, you know, um, when Dorothy takes her journey and she meets that scarecrow, that's her first friend, and, um, and he's laughing and dancing and he's singing, um, you know, I would be a ding-a-dairy and that's who you are with those little kids and it, you just kind of come off like you're the Mr. Scarecrow. But in the end, like, Dorothy realizes that he's the one that, like, guided her all along, and he, you have given me so much as a friend, as a mentor, and um, I just thank you for investing in our, our family, the church family's kids, and in me, and, um, you know, when, when Dorothy leaves and she gives him that hug, that's how I feel about you, so thank you, Greg. Thank you, everybody. And I'd like to bring up Mr. John Brannan. I'm very privileged to have been asked to talk about some friends who are near and dear to my heart. Um, specifically, I'd like to, to um, say thank you to Harry and Regina Weaver. Um, Harry and Regina are right there. Good to see you guys. Um, 
You know, they haven't been in our midst for a long time, um, maybe a year or so, you guys, right? But I'll tell you, they have really connected with this faith community known as, the bigger community known as Bay Marin, and also the faith community that I'm involved with. Uh, they have been an integral part of that. They really breathe their, their lives into our group. Uh, they've shared about their, their family and their friends. You know, that's really what a faith community is all about, is you do life together. And it, uh, it's a very enriching experience. And uh, Harry and Regina have really uh, enriched my life and, uh, and the lives of those, you know, around them. So I thank them for their sincerity, for their openness, uh, for their, their willingness just to participate and to contribute. Um, so, and, and most importantly, for their, their friendship. Um, so while they've only been here a short while, uh, that friendship and the, the bond that we have uh, through, through Christ uh, will remain forever. So we're gr- so grateful for them. Um, Please thank them with me uh, as they begin this new journey uh, down to a new area. Uh, I pray that they will uh, make new connections and enrich the lives of those down there that they will, uh, they will uh, meet. So thank you, Harry and Regina. And I have another person that I want to mention. Um, but before I do, I just this is a nice correlation. But you know, the San Francisco 49ers have a an honor they give away each year. It's it's the Len Eshmont Award. It's to the most inspirational player for that year. Now I don't know who Len Eshmont was, or what, I, I think he was probably a football player many years ago. But he must have been a pretty amazing individual to have an award named after him, and that it's a it's a it's an award that is coveted amongst the team. Well, there's an individual amongst ourselves in Bay Marin uh, that epitomizes the word of inspirational. She exemplifies what it means to serve uh, week in, week out, month after month, year after year. You know, when they closed the, uh, the kitchen next door, uh, a number of years ago, I really, I thought that was it. There'd be no more coffee or bagels or cream cheese, <laughs> apple chips, you know, fresh fruit. I really thought maybe that was, that was going to end. But there was someone who said, not on my watch. That ain't going to happen. So somehow she was able to create this mobile kitchen and be able to provide for all of us refreshments. And, and this has been going on for a long time. I just want you to know that if it wasn't for Lori Colbert, we would not be having the kind of hospitality and refreshments that we've all come to enjoy over the last number of months and years. Um, she's selfless, she's cheerful, she's joyful, never complains. Uh, she's just an amazing individual. So um, I think we should all try to aspire to be like Lori. Please.
Thank you, Lori. You're an inspiration to all of us. For those of you at the retreat, I get a do-over here. Because <laughs> I get to share about the Dvoraks and the Chamberlains. And, and these guys have just touched our lives, both as a, as a church community, but for um, the Sands family so personally. And, you know, thinking about what I, what I could share that I didn't share last week, the, the thing that really strikes me about the Chamberlains is they are faith in action. You know, the, those of us who have hung around church for a while, there's a lot of talking there's a lot of theorizing and talking. These guys act. And the right Reverend Clayton <laughs> These you know, they came to faith later in life. We were talking outside. Celia got zapped by Jesus later in life as an adult in Santa Rosa. These guys got married as adults. Hopefully that's the case for all of us. <laughs> These guys got married as, as grown-up adults in Santa Rosa. Celia got zapped by Jesus and was going to church. Clayton decided to accompany to, as he put it this morning, rub some Jesus on his son. <laughs> well, it got rubbed all over this family. And and so they're moving to Mongolia, you know, and, and, and they're going to they're, they're gonna serve Jesus in the far reaches. And, and so I, uh, you know, they are our ambassadors in Mongolia, Bay Marin's ambassadors in Mongolia. And I want to show of hands right now. Who's going to come visit them? And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple hands up. They're, they're pity hands. Up. But we love, we love you guys for being such examples of not just talking about it, doing it. You live sacrificially, and you lo have loved this community. So we're so grateful and thankful, and I'm going to miss you guys greatly. The Dvoraks... Josette and Robert. Robert's such a giant, you got to mention his name twice in the <laughs> goodbyes. You know, when I, when I think of them, they personify hospitality. Their door is always open. And uh, our faith community meets there, but it goes way beyond that. They've opened their house and they do it with joy. And uh, they are just the, the hands and feet of Jesus to this community and to my family. And um, so we're just, we're just so thankful to... I'm still, I'm still praying that this isn't goodbye, that this is just, all right, psych, they're staying... <laughs> But you know, set that aside. It's good, it's good to just mark who 
you are. Robert, you are such a man of God. We choose him to uh, close our home group in prayer because he's concise <laughs> and to the point and value-driven in his prayers, which is, which is always so great. And that's just the way, there's no show with Robert, man. He's just, he's just doing it. And Josette's the same way in her quiet way, you know, the She's kind of like the puppet master, you know. You don't. There's no attention drawing to as nutty as Josette gets. Is like sometimes she'll put a hat on when she's playing the piano. <laughs> but it's she is serving, and the impact is great of of what these guys have and have had and continue to have in our community. Um, so we're just. We're just so thankful for you guys. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our journey. And, and to all of our Bay Marinites, you know, I was thinking this morning about the fact that it's so unusual to, um, to lose so many people at once, with it being a good thing. <laughs> probably have lost a lot of people and it not being a good thing. But this is a, this is a good thing. And we're going to be all right as a community. We're going to be strong. But we're just so thankful for how all of you guys have been a part of our story. We're not the same because of you guys and we'll never be the same because of you guys in a good way. Thank you. Hopefully you guys, because of your time here at Bay Marin, you'll never be the same. Hopefully we've impacted you. And that's just the way the kingdom works, right? That's the way the body of Christ works. So we're so thankful for all of you guys. And we're going to miss you, but we love you. And thank you. Is a, is a deep loss for our community. Uh, I mean, you look around, there 20 people uh, won't be here any longer in a month or two. Uh, and yet it's, uh, it's something that God is doing in our midst. Um, today's Pentecost Sunday. It's uh, the day the church historically celebrates the, the gift of the Spirit, that uh, the Jews uh, celebrate the festival of Pentecost, that uh, after they were freed, God freed them from slavery in Egypt. Fifty days later, they arrived at Mount Sinai, and Moses went up the mountain to receive the law from God, and came down the mountain to share that law, these teachings, this way of life to the people of Israel. And we, in the Christian tradition, celebrate that through Christ's death and resurrection, we are the new Exodus people. Uh, we have been freed from bondage and slavery to sin. And 50 days later, after Jesus ascended to heaven, he returned by his spirit to write the law on our hearts. And uh, the scene in Acts 2 of the spirit coming, it reminds us of Genesis 1, that the spirit was hovering over the waters and something new emerged out of that. Well, in Acts 2, the spirit comes and something new emerged, uh, the church. 
God was doing something new. God's doing something new in the lives of all these folks who are leaving. And God is also doing something new in our midst at Bay Marin. And we get to embrace that and emerge as the community God is calling us to be. Uh, Mary Beth, will you just skip to the last slide of my presentation? Uh, in John 8, it says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Just keep that up for a little bit, please. In Acts 2, the, the day of Pentecost, when the Spirit comes, there, there are a couple of metaphors used that it was like the sound of a rushing wind, and it was like tongues of fire that came upon the disciples. Wind and fire. Uh, these are forces of nature that can't be easily controlled. And when John describes the spirit, he talks about it as wind. The Greek word and the Hebrew word for wind is the same word for spirit. Uh, Friday night when I got home from work, my kids were outside and they had a Frisbee, so we were playing Frisbee, and it was pretty windy out. And uh, the Frisbee, you know what happens to a Frisbee in the wind? It's just suddenly, and you're trying to catch it, and you, you can't catch it because it's just all over the place. Uh, John says that's, that's what the Spirit is like when we open ourselves to the work of the Spirit in our lives. It, unexpected things happen. We say, oh, I didn't see that coming. And... and for many of us, when we found out that so many of our close friends would be moving, for them and for us, it was, oh, I didn't see that coming. And yet this is, when we're open to it, it is with everyone born of the Spirit. That, that when we are born of the Spirit and we allow God's Spirit to move in us and through us, the unexpected is going to happen. We're going to see wind and we're going to see fire. Uh, it's going to be unnerving and exhilarating. And we get to join this movement of the Spirit in our midst. After the Spirit comes in Acts 2, uh, the disciples start speaking, and, and, and Peter uh, basically gives a sermon. And there's people from all over the world in Jerusalem, and they all hear Peter in their own tongue. Uh, God was doing something by his spirit where whatever Peter said, everyone there heard Peter speaking in their language, uh, a common language, a common tongue. And near the end of what he says, he says, Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. That it, this new community of faith that was emerging 2,000 years ago that we have now seen spread all over the world. You know, we have dear friends that are going to move down to Southern California. Chamberlains are going to move to Colorado and then Mongolia. Alicia's moving to Tennessee. 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 Uh, the same Jesus is Lord and Messiah even in Southern California, <laughs> even in Tennessee, 
even in Mongolia. Because we are a people of the Spirit of Jesus. And wherever you go, the same Spirit that lives in you lives in us. And we remain one body. Bemerin remains a local community of faith that is a part of the one body with you. As you leave us, the Spirit goes with you and the Spirit remains. It's the same Spirit. It's the same Lord. Jesus, crucified and risen. Jesus, by his Spirit in us. The wind blows. And the wind's blowing you all. (laughs) Somewhere else, literally. And it's a good thing. And it's a hard thing. But we're still one body together. And so this morning, as we come to partake of the one loaf and the one cup, this beautiful picture Jesus left us, this gift Jesus left us of his body and his blood. We we come as one body, partaking. Uh, This picture of how Jesus broke himself open and poured himself out. Uh, Each of you, you have broken yourselves open and you have poured yourselves out for us. Thank you. Thank you. My prayer for you is that as you continue to break yourselves open and pour yourselves out for the sake of the church, for the sake of the world, that the risen Christ will continue to fill you back up with the power of his spirit. Let's pray. God, thank you for our friends. As they go, God, may... May your spirit go before them, go with them, go behind them, prepare the way for them. God, may each of them continue to be open to the rushing wind, to the fire of the spirit who is alive and well in them, alive and well in our midst. God, as we take this bread and dip it in this cup, May we know we are one body held together by the one Lord and Messiah, Jesus, crucified, risen, ascended, and here with us by his spirit. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.